Welcome to Salem the Podcast. We are your hosts and favorite Salem tour guides. My name is Sarah Black. And I'm Jeffrey Lilly. And today we have a very special episode for you. Salem Love Nuggets Volume 2. Part 2. No, Volume volume 2. I'm so excited. (laughs) I loved our first uh, rendition of Salem Love Nuggets, which I can't even remember how we came up with a name. We'd have to go back and listen to the first episode. I don't don't even know if it was like an on-air. It was an on-air thing. It was a joke. And I was like, gosh, that's what we should name the episode. And that's what it ended up being. Nuggets of love. But uh, if you're in the Valentine's Day spirit looking for some love, Check out our first Love Nuggets episode that aired last February, if you haven't already. But we're basically doing the same thing today, reading through some of your fabulous stories. Whether you, I hope we got another naked proposal. I'm I'm hoping we get more than naked proposals. I don't, I mean, anyway. How do you get more (laughs) than that? I mean, you could could have, um, you you, you say funny things in the heat of the moment sometimes. But, uh. but yeah, we're ready for it all. We're hoping for some good, bad date stories, some tales of love. And woe. I'm hoping for tales of woe. Of course you are. Yeah. I mean, we'd kind of like introed like a, if you have a bad Salem love story, like they don't have to be good Salem love stories. I only skimmed them. Okay. I, I didn't look. I didn't really, I didn't read any of them Okay. Though, okay. But I didn't see any bad ones. So like... <sighs> I don't. I think we're in for a heavy dose of positivity. Okay, that's good. That's good. I want. I hope I cry uh, at some point. I, there's tissues here somewhere You're in the other room. I must say, I'm drinking a very special new cider done by Far From the Tree yeah, Cidery. We had that. Uh, well, we should talk about this. I guess we need to talk about this weekend. Salem, so sweet. Yeah. Yes, Persephone. Mm. It is a pomegranate, pear, and ginger cider. It's Th- maybe. Like my favorite. It is I, one of my favorites they've ever made. Yeah. It's not too sweet. And they just debuted it in their tap room and in cans. So yeah. I think it's going to go quickly, guys. If you're in the area, swing through far from the tree cidery. You know, it's funny. Persephone, I, when I was in fifth grade, got to dress up as her mother, Demeter, for a class project. Oh. We had toga day at school. You were assigned a Greek god or goddess, and I got her mother. Tragic tale. She ends up being like kidnapped by Hades and has to go into the underworld, and that's why we have the seasons, because Demeter was so depressed. That's why we get winter. But yeah, I showed up to school in a sheet and flowers in my hair and a basket of wheat. Well, that's very nice. It's great. And the cider's even better. <laughs> and the cider's good. The, I, I love that they used the pomegranate, and they called it Persephone. It's perfect. Yeah, yeah. Maybe we should chat a little bit about Salem So Sweet. Yeah, it was a great weekend. Uh, Lots of fun. The ice sculpture surprisingly held up pretty well. So for those of you who don't know uh, and have never listened to our podcast at all, uh, Salem So Sweet sort of is the the quote-unquote Valentine's Day festival, midwinter festival here in Salem. There's uh, several dozen ice sculptures around. Uh, a lot of the businesses have sort of these midwinter sales. They stay open late. Yeah. Um, and it's fun. There's there's a, a chocolate festival sort of that coincides with that. Uh, some places have dances and parties. And, there's and live stuff. music. Yeah. And for whatever reason, uh, it seems as though Kylie from Salem So Sweet has the power to um, influence the weather to, to make it a very warm weekend. <laughs> I think if she had the power, she wouldn't do that. But it was about 56 degrees. The ice sculptures were um, weeping. 
And it all depends on where the ice sculpture is placed in town. So mm-hmm. if you're in a, a nice shaded area, it can mm-hmm. usually withstand the warmer temperatures. But if you're in the sun, oh, you got to see that thing right when it comes out or you're you're not going to know what you're looking at. <laughs> it could be almost anything sometimes. Jeff- Jeffrey over here was e- <laughs> eager to see which one would turn into a, would melt into a phallic-like shape first. Did you have a uh, a winner there, Jeffrey? Uh, no, they. I think the shade h- held up pretty good. Um, and I, I, my top contender, unfortunately, fell over. Ah, yes, I saw that. Yeah, Black Craft. They had an awesome uh, latte. Yes, so like a coffee cup. Yep. Which once that melted a little bit, I think what it looks. Perfect. Ra- right. <laughs> <laughs> and it had like a foam top on it. I don't know if you saw that. Oh boy. <laughs> there uh, we go. But it was it was a great time. Bumped into Jack, saw Bora. I love Salem So Sweet because it's like we're all like in hibernation mode and we're all like little groundhogs like pop our heads out. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, oh, hello, friends. Uh, we do I, still exist. I handed out some some inappropriate stickers to some of our friends on the street. How fitting for the uh, the holiday. Right, right. I was like, I'm not carrying my briefcase, but I'm going to I'm going to keep some historical nudes in my pocket. Uh, so shout out to all you guys who I saw and talked to. Uh, and everyone else who came out and supported Salem. So we love that. I just want to read a quick little email we got from Brian Dugan responding to the Salem So Sweet Festival. So he said, good morning. My wife Angel and I bumped into Jeffrey on Essex Street Saturday evening. We did a quick hello and talked briefly about how amazing Salem is along with your podcast. Ooh, thank you. We have been coming here in late September for the last four years, and this was our first time for Salem So Sweet. So that's a big difference Mm -hmm. there, late September versus February. This was the perfect get-out-of-the-winter-blues remedy we could have asked for. This will become a yearly event for us and is definitely worth the six-hour drive from Frackville, Pennsylvania. (laughs) So they drove six hours for this. I think he told me where he was. I was like, I don't know. He's like, you know... uh, 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 yingling oh like the beer yeah, yeah yeah i guess that's like brewed ah there it's decent beer thank you for doing the podcast and keeping us all engaged with salem throughout the year and although jeffrey didn't have his briefcase he was kind enough to turn back around and slip us some nudes <laughs> <laughs> see you in september brian that's amazing it's <laughs> awesome yeah that's so like if that goes to show just how much fun it is these folks drove six hours for this event and loved it so much that they want to make it part of their annual tradition so if you get good weather yes it's kind of a bummer because the ice sculptures don't make it as long but it makes for a great stroll around downtown Mm -hmm. a great chance to get out and support local businesses and like you said getting out of the holes that we're all in it's time to come out of hibernation right shake it off a little bit yeah (laughs) I actually really love groundhogs. <laughs> Which we're getting in early spring. I don't know if you saw. Oh, I saw. Okay. I was all over. Yes, I watched the morning news. And oh. like I said, the groundhogs are some of my favorite. Paw Tucket Phil, he's right like 30% of the time. Really? Yeah. That's, so I don't know if I believe him, but. That's more than probably like most elected officials we have. <laughs> <laughs> Touche. It does feel like an early spring. But before we get into those Salem love stories, we do have some Patreon shout outs to make. Some because we love you guys. Exactly. That was that was that was good. Again, uh check out our Patreon if you want to subscribe, get some uh good extra content on there. Um 
But we got some some new joins this week. Thank you so much to Samantha Lewis. Thank you, Samantha. Appreciate you. We love you. Oh. It's a it's an episode of love. Jeff. Okay, okay. I wonder if they named her after the Samantha. Ooh, did you know there's a statue of her in uh, town? Shut up, Jeffrey. <laughs> oh, the next I'm, one's cool. I'm jealous that you got this one. <clears throat> Jenny the Scorpio. That's a title. Right? Like literally, there's a the. Hello, fellow Scorpio. Hello, Jenny. Thank you. From a, from a Pisces. <laughs> and next we have, oh, we got another good one. Justine Lestrange. Ooh. Thank you, Justine. Any relation to Bellatrix? <laughs> the Lestranges, right? You you see that name and you're like, oh, okay. That must have been must have been fun growing up, or it wasn't. Like, do you think that's one of the names like your name? Oh yeah, I was made fun of. Yeah. they probably called her Strange, like yeah. Strange Justine. Yeah. she was probably yeah. And and now Kid, kids are mean. Yeah. Yeah. But I'm sure she wears it as a badge of honor. It's good. Thanks, Justine. And this week we will round out our Patreon subscribers with Tori Wright. Thank you so much, Tori. I feel like we've met Tori. Have we met Tori? Tori, have you met us? I feel like we've at least talked to her. We meet so you many could people. Be right. <laughs> <laughs> well done, Jeff. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you, Tori. Oh, I do have to uh, back pedal a little bit here to okay. our first okay. patreon shout out list that we did this year i thought a name looked familiar okay and i did get some confirmation okay so we have a morgan briggs that signed up okay that is actually my sister's best friend so like <laughs> thank you to my family for supporting but yep. also thank you to all the friends in her in their inner circles super super heartwarming to see but I have to give a special shout out because she just had her babies. Babies! So I think our listeners may recall me talking about the Nashville bachelorette trip. Oh. For my sister's wedding. Oh, did that? It was was a, that nine months ago? <laughs> in 10 months or so. Yeah. Oh, okay, okay. So yeah. that was a joint trip. Yes. Both the bride and the groom sides were together, and there were a few couples mixed in. Um, and these two did conceive bow, chicka, bow, wow. <laughs> in Nashville, and they had twins. So, oh, shit. Yep. <laughs> sucks to be them. <laughs> so oh. thank you again for signing up to our Patreon, Morgan Briggs. Uh, Good. You, Luck, Morgan. Megs, you are awesome. And a big shout out to the babies, <laughs> Milo and Mateo. And of course, Jose. Oh. Jose was the one that won the $1,000 for giving um, yes. the yes. Uh, TV. What's it What's it called? Um, Who wants to be a millionaire? Are you kidding TV? Because he gave them their car, his car for the day. Right, yeah. right. And they, they took, yeah. And then okay. he went and got his girlfriend pregnant. Hey. <laughs> Now you can you can put that into a into a fund because you have twins and you have absolutely no idea on your best friends bachelorette bachelor parties. It's just amazing. I pity people. I don't pity people with twins. It's just it's a lot. I can only imagine. It's, it's a lot. And for it's, it to be your first, at least your mother had two, two and then, to help out with the yeah, other two. Yeah. Whereas this is their first. I think I think they're gonna try for one more. Hope they get a girl. Good luck. <laughs> Gonna roll the dice there. <laughs> That's a statistically, they're not. 
Well, don't say that. I'm sorry. <laughs> May the odds be ever in your favor. That's a, that's a good love story to, to kick off with. Exactly. Um, I thought so. I, I, I kind of so. wonder if there's a, there's probably there's probably loads of, of babies. <laughs> that come out of? Salem, <laughs> Salem visits. Oh, <laughs> is there a Salem baby out there? We want to know. Did, did, did your parents, I, although I guess it's possible that they could be listening. It's just, parents came here 20 years ago, 15 years ago. Or hey, parents, if you came here for your wedding or your anniversary or your honeymoon. And, like the witch's ball. Yeah. And you yeah. met some hot vampire across <laughs> the way and from from new orleans <laughs> uh, you don't remember your friend oh i remember <laughs> i remember he was not actually from new orleans uh, but he claimed to be oh my gosh oh i'm so excited all right how you want to kick things off oh you want to go first touche no you can go first Oh, that's really good. I didn't even mean to do that. It's actually Super Bowl Sunday. You didn't mean to do that? No, I did not mean to do that. Gold star. Yeah. It is Super Bowl Sunday. Who do you think is going to win? Now we we got it on recording. I think Taylor Swift's going to win. Uh, <laughs> I'm just kidding, guys. Are we talking like financial benefits or <sighs> it's tough? Um, I've only really been following the, the last couple weeks. Uh, do, we don't need to make this a big thing. Just give me your answer. You don't need to give an explanation. Chiefs, but they're going to struggle. I'm going to say the Chiefs, too. Okay. But we'll see. Okay. They are favored, yeah? I'm not sure who is. Walt will know by this evening. You'll all know. <laughs> but when, oh, yeah. When you hear this, you'll already be like, well, you dumbass. <laughs> <laughs> so, <clears throat> give me a nugget, Sarah. Oh, a love nugget. <clears throat> so, we're starting off with Tarion. Hi, Jeff and Sarah. I hope you both are staying warm. I fell in love with Salem a few years ago. Oh, this is a, oh, this is, we're starting off with a Salem love story. Okay. As in she fell in love with Salem. Oh, she fell in love. I was hoping. It literally says, I fell in love with Salem. I started watching Derek Millen's Detours. Shout out to Derek. Happy belated birthday. Yes, happy belated, Derek. Yeah. Derek just turned 50, the big 5-0, although he doesn't look it. No. It's all, it's all here. It's all in the heart. You got to don't, don't act it. Yes. No, certainly doesn't act it. I started watching Derek Millen's Detours on YouTube, and that helped me create my own travel plan to Salem. I love all things Halloween and history related, and I think Salem does a great job of balancing the two. Well, thank you. There's a lot of people who don't share your sentiment. <laughs> my favorite attractions slash businesses are the Witch Dungeon Museum, Count Orlock's Nightmare Gallery, Gallows Hill Theater, the International Monster Museum, Witch City Wicks, and the Bering Point Cemetery. Those are <laughs> I, all awesome stuff. I love how it's all these uh, businesses and then a historic location. Well, of course. I feel like that's so right. That's so Salem. Yeah. Balance of, there we go. Balance of the history and right. the stuff. Yeah. <laughs> 
I also love characters like Bora, speak of the devil, Mm -hmm. Jack Skellington, Brandon the Shapeshifter, and Frankenstein. Salem is full of the nicest people I have ever met. So many people are willing to provide their recommendations and advice. One of my favorite things about Salem are the small businesses. Of course, my absolute favorite thing to do in Salem would be joining a walking tour. yeah. Before my second trip to Salem in 2022... I was really missing the town, so I went on to Spotify and just searched Salem. Your podcast... Oh, she's telling us how she found our (laughs) podcast. Your podcast popped up, and I have been a listener ever since. I think I started listening to you to since the second episode you posted in March of 2022. So this would have been... Is this like... That's it. That's it. Wow. Your podcast inspired me to come back to Salem for a second time, and I actually ran into you both at the Food Truck Festival. Uh, I, uh, I vaguely rem- I remember this. I think I remember this. You two were friendly, and it definitely made my trip. I would love to move to Salem one day, but for now, I will just make my visits when I can. Tarian Bova. In parentheses, ter- <laughs> Tarian like vegetarian, but I'm not actually a vegetarian. Oh, thank you, Tarian. Tarian, this is ama- This this is exactly Cute. what I was hoping for. <laughs> oh my goodness, that's awesome! And so many, like I feel like that is just the essence of so many people's right? experiences, as well as our own experiences. Like we love these businesses, we love these activities, we love these characters and these people. Ugh, it's just so cool to have this collective shared love for the town. All right, Jeff, you are up. My turn. Hello, Sarah and Jeffrey. Would you still like stories for a Valentine's Day episode? Yes. (laughs) How about a honeymoon in Salem or an anniversary trip to Salem or both? Give it to me. Okay. We, Gretchen and Thomas, went to Salem for our honeymoon in, oh goodness, 1997. I was four years old. (laughs) And again, for our 20th anniversary, we live in upstate New York. I was five months pregnant during our honeymoon trip and pretty hormonal. What wound up happening is we drove and drove, we drove and drove around the city looking for a parking spot that we never found. So I wound up in tears, of course. Oh my goodness. Of course. It's funny now, but it wasn't so funny at the time i i can sympathize man we had trouble with parking back then well i'm glad that we've tackled that parking problem (laughs) (laughs) Uh, it's like the kids playing on the common it never changes all was well that ended well because we managed to find our way to pioneer village instead which we both loved i especially enjoyed the historical documents and 97 it was probably like in full swing Right? Downtown area? No, no, no. Pioneer Village. Oh, yeah. That's cool. Okay. I really enjoyed the historical documents in the herb gardens. When she said herb gardens about Pioneer Village, I was like, what herb? Oh, it was 97. They probably had the historical reenactors all set up. Yeah, it would have been much more active. Yeah. The most memorable part for me, though, was the tour guide because she was the first person who ever noticed I was pregnant. Uh, just as I, was biz- as I was beginning to show, it tickled me so much to have someone ask, when are you expecting for the first time in my life? Aww. We definitely learned our lesson for our anniversary trip 20 years later. We booked two nights at the Salem waterfront. Zero worries about parking. We walked everywhere. By now, we had three kids. 
uh, and this was our first ever trip away from the children. Uh, three nights would definitely have been better, but I could only talk my mom into babysitting <laughs> for two nights. Fair. So 20 years later, we finally got to do all the things we'd want to do on our honeymoon. We saw the history, the tourist traps, and shopped, ate, and drank, and walked too much. My favorite restaurant was Gulu Gulu, and my favorite site was the House of Seven Gables. Uh, the best memory from all the whole weekend was our sunset cruise in the ocean with Mahi Cruises. Shout out to those guys. Uh, we got to get on that this year. Oh, for sure. Yeah. Uh, the second we stepped on the boat, Jack Johnson version of Pina Colada song began to play. Oh. Uh, we're both big fans of his, and I'll always remember this is one of the most perfect moments in my life. The whole cruise was just perfect. The moon was beautiful. The crew was wonderful. And all the guests on the boat were so happy and friendly. We'll hold this night dear and dear to our hearts, near always and, and forever. Try that again. Near and dear. What did I say? Dear and dear. Oh. <laughs> we'll hold this night near and dear to our hearts, always and forever. Oh, I'm going to hold it near and dear, too. <laughs> Almost done. We got a little more. Let's see. This trip was in the summer, by the way. I would personally prefer not to be among the fall crowds. Uh, we'd yep. love to come back soon and bring the kids this time. Salem feels like home to us uh, for some reason it's just a comfortable place to be and fits our vibe perfectly my only regret was not having time to see the pbds museum uh thank you for reading my little story i know it's not exactly the most exciting story in the world but we sure did have two great trips from uh very different from one another and uh to wrap it up i don't listen to many podcasts but yours is one of the few you found it via Bora. Thank so you, very Bora. Good. Very excited for part two of the Danvers State Hospital episode, which now you have, as well as part three. Uh, I am now half joking about moving into those apartments when I retire. <laughs> thank you both for great show and fabulous content. Gretchen. Oh, thank you so much, Gretchen. Wow. To see Salem in the 90s, I say this all the time, I would love to go back and right? see Salem in the 90s and then to have it juxtaposed that juxtaposition between then and now they return 20 years later and get to do everything that she wasn't able to do. It's so good. It's crazy. This is so wholesome. I love that. And I love that they, they got to experience, they, they saw a pioneer village decades ago. Right. That's a little jealous of that. Yeah. I really can't believe parking was that rough back then, but could you could have just, and would they have had the parking garage? Was that up? MBTA one? No. Well, no, that definitely wasn't up. That's that's very recent. The one that's um, like which... Uh, which City Mall? Oh, no, I feel like that one's been there. It looks like it's been there. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. We'll have to look into that. When were the parking garages constructed? When was that mall constructed? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> we should do an episode on the mall. The 1850s. We could do a whole segue on the bathrooms. Uh. <laughs> <laughs> get get hazmat suits. And go in and investigate. <laughs> get like radiation detectors. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we're shutting this place down. By the authority vested in us. Salem the podcast. All right, it is my turn. What do we got next here? Hello. Hello. I feel like we have to say hello back. Hello. hello. I love that. Hello. Hello. My, my partner and I got married this year on September 30th at the House of the Seven Gables. Seriously, what a dream location to get married. It was actually our first time in Salem. 
Also, what a way to make for your first experience. Can you imagine like descent? You're like, never been. Let's go. Let's get married. That's awesome. And we wanted to visit and we had wanted to visit for a while. We grew up in New York, but took for granted being driving distance away. Mm-hmm. We now live in California full thus far. And when we decided to get married, we, def- we figured we might as well have some fun with it. That's a better destination wedding than like, I don't know. Like Aruba? Yeah. <laughs> I was, I was going to say Barbados for some reason, but... I mean, those are cool too. Yeah, yeah. But I feel like S- Salem as a destination wedding is so cool. Like, it's just yeah. such a neat idea. Yeah. Imagine getting that invitation from someone like, oh, you're invited to so-and-so's wedding in Salem, Salem. Massachusetts. Done, like On September 30th. Like, oh, so cool. Was that a... F- that was a Saturday. Probably a Friday or Saturday. Yeah. It was a safe bet. Yeah. We have been oh. we have been together for 13 years. Ooh, lucky number 13. And getting married was an excuse to have a party and dress up. Most of our friends and family also had not been to Salem, but were excited. I think we actually got more yes responses <laughs> because of the location. See? Exactly. Yep, yep. We had our non-rehearsal dinner at the Hawthorne Hotel awesome and a welcome gathering at the village tavern the next day was october 1st and we strolled around day one of haunted happenings before heading home to california best katie and derek and derek is in parentheses because obviously (laughs) (laughs) it's so cool oh my gosh yeah you i feel like you get cool points as like a family member or a friend forever if you host yeah, a yeah. wedding in Salem and then all of your friends have that story to tell you're like oh my buddy my friend yeah my, my sister oh they got married in Salem exactly and then you're like what like can you imagine you're like yeah I'm going to a wedding in Salem from California people got to be like so neat oh my goodness Thank you so much, Katie and Derek. And Derek. For sending this in. It's awesome. Hopefully you'll be able to make it out for a second yeah, visit. Yeah. Or fourth or t- 20 years from now, just like they'll come back and the house seven gills will be underwater, but that's okay. You know, I meet several people on tour that come for their anniversary and they come every anniversary. Like it becomes a, an yeah. annual tradition. Yeah. <clears throat> And next up on the list, my Salem love story. Ooh. Oh, this is a good one. I have pictures to show you for this one. My Salem love story. So uh, before, I'm just going to go down the bottom and it says, Happy Valentine to PJ, love Nicole. So this is to PJ, right? I'm getting that right? Okay. Yep. My now wife had a birthday trip to Salem planned with her mom in October of 2020, the year of the plague. (laughs) We had just started dating, but she invited me to tag along. How could I resist? I had always loved Salem from afar and hoped to one day visit. So I bought a plane ticket and we were Salem bound. Exclamation point, exclamation point, exclamation point. (laughs) I was finally going to check Salem off my bucket list with my amazing new girlfriend. On that trip, I fell in love in more ways than one. Salem was everything I could have hoped for. It felt like home. It was quaint, the people were friendly, and I never realized it was on the wharf. Four months later, in February of 2021, we got engaged. Oh, so happy uh, engagement monthversary. <laughs> right? Yes. Okay. 
three years ago. I always thought I wanted a beach wedding, but when planning the wedding became stressful, we decided to elope. But where would we go? The beach, the mountains? I jokingly said we may as well just go to Salem. And a look of intrigue came over my wife's face with a smirk, and that was all she wrote. (laughs) There's the answer. I got busy picking the photographer, a venue, an officiant. I had only been to Salem once, so I had no idea where to start, but it all came together with magic only Salem has. With um, a magic. With a magic only Salem has. We were able to book our ceremony at the House of the Seven Gables. On I wonder el- how many we're going to get of these. I love right? it. I love it. On 11-1-21. So that means the day after Halloween. So that's All Saints Day, right? Sure. We haven't done our History of Halloween episode yet. <laughs> so <laughs> <clears throat> The setting was absolutely perfect. There we stood at the compass by the water in the golden hour facing the wharf. Time truly stood still in the garden of the mansion. The one and only Bora officiated our ceremony. (laughs) I love this town so much. Yup. Okay. Bora. (laughs) Oh, you guys are great. Bora officiated our ceremony and Freddy Krueger was our ring bearer. (laughs) Oh, We laughed, we cried, we laughed until we cried. It was so much more than I ever imagined. I married the love of my life that day, and I fell in love with the House of Seven Gables, and Salem Forever took a piece of my heart. I'm sorry if this is too long with the spamming. It wouldn't let me send it in one message. No spamming. You're wonderful. Congratulations. And thank you. Yes, thank you so much, PJ and Nicole. My goodness. I feel like I saw this. I saw them, not maybe not them, but the as I was reading the the Boar and the Freddy Krueger thing, because um, he gets asked to do yeah, and sometimes, sometimes he'll, he'll walk them down the aisle. Yep, yep, and uh, I've definitely seen him post him being Bora. I've definitely seen him post pictures of it, and I feel like I've seen pictures of them. So let me just pull this up here. Do you have a picture of them? Was she in a black dress? No, she was not. Okay, clearly. But this is oh so good. Are you ready? Oh, Fa- fabulous photographer, by the way. <laughs> there we go. There's the ring bear. Yeah, Freddy Krueger literally has the rings on on his <laughs> blades. Oh my gosh! Oh my gosh! That's Bora oh. taking the rings <laughs> off of Freddy's blades. That's oh. just great. So good. Oh, you guys are such a gorgeous couple, too. So cute. I can feel the love. I genuinely got, like, full body chills at some parts in that story. Oh, I love your guys' love. There's got to be other places that, that do weird-ass shit like that, right? Yeah, I'm, I'm sure it's... I feel like it's not just the place. It's the people. Yeah. But and we I, just attract those types of people. Yeah. Like, Salem attracts that type of person. But I'm sure that anywhere you go, like imagine the weddings they have in Vegas, Mm. you know, imagine the weddings they have in New Orleans. So, all right, next on the list, we've got a story from Ava. My fiance is from Medfield, Massachusetts, but moved to Cincinnati right after college for work. For those who don't know, Cincinnati is in Ohio. 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 
We met on a dating app, and most of our conversations revolved around my love of Hocus Pocus. There we go. That's a great way to start out a relationship. I was appalled, and still am, because he grew up 45 minutes from Salem and never even had never even heard of it. What? What? How? I hope this man listens to our podcast. I don't. That's. Needless to say, on our first date, we watched it together. And more importantly, he loved it too. This is so cute. (laughs) They watched Hocus Pocus on their first date. And I'm so happy that he loved it. Because I've met quite a few people that watch it later in life and don't appreciate it. Because I think a lot of us love it so much because we watched it as kids. And it's got that nostalgic value. So I'm glad that he liked it. I I bet they watch Hocus Pocus like all the time as a as like a testament to yeah. their first date. I, th- I love one of my favorite things to see is guys uh, and women, but you don't see it on women as, as often, uh, who say I uh, I lit the black flame candle Ooh. like as a t shirt. <laughs> and you're like you're, you're a full grown you're like with like a wife and kids, and you're like, mm. <laughs> but the joke is funny. That's great. Anyway. So a year later, we visited his family, which was my first time meeting them and visiting Massachusetts. We made a day trip to Salem, and it was the most magical day. I was so excited that I woke up at 6 a.m. You are not alone in this. I feel like there's a lot of people that get here and are like Mm -hmm. on top of it. Turned to wake him up and somehow managed to elbow him in the eye. LOL. (laughs) It was bad. Like we were pretty sure I would it would turn into a black eye, and it was sensitive to light all day. However, we still made it. We went on a weekday in October, which is honestly the best time. So people would have just thought it was like makeup or something. Yeah, you're you're yeah. all good. <laughs> I was very much in love with him at that point, but didn't tell him until New Year's. Oh, this is sweet. Now we have been dating for three years and are semi-newly engaged. Congratulations. Congratulations. Salem holds a very special place in our hearts. We always spend a day there when we're in town and hoping to take y'all's tours next time. Love the pod and can't wait for the new episodes. Ava. Thank you, Ava. That's that's wonderful. And you know, you could come to Salem and get married at the House of Seven Gables. Hello. We've, I think we are putting together, I think, well, not us, you guys have been putting together some great itineraries here, yeah. both for visits and for weddings. So if there are any interested folks, pay attention, take notes. <laughs> I, I, I just need to back. How had he never heard? Of Hocus Pocus? That's wild. Although, if you missed the, the window. I feel like. Like every Halloween, every October, every, you've just got to, like, I know a lot of people who haven't seen it, right? Obviously. Mm-hmm. But I don't, never heard, I don't know if I've ever encountered someone like Hocus Pocus and they're like, what's that? Like. Well, maybe you should write him a strongly worded letter. Yeah, this, I, <laughs> how dare you, sir? <laughs> yeah, it's pretty wild. But hey, it worked out and he now has seen it. Probably many times. Probably many times. And loves it. That's good. That's good. That is what being a supportive partner is all about. Yes. And we continue. Do you want to read this one? I'm kidding. You'll see, you'll see in a second. No, I saw it. You want to take... <laughs> I'm just saying, like, 
I mean, that's I okay. You can take it. Okay. I'll just okay. geek out a little bit. Okay. okay. From Julia. Anarino. Anarino. I'm so bad with people's names. I'm so sorry, all of you. <laughs> Hello. Hello. I saw your Insta post and wanted to share my quick story. My now husband and I are from Metro Detroit. There we go. Hello, Michiganders. <laughs> and I made plans to visit Salem in October 2021. I love Halloween and have always dreamed of spending a fall weekend in Salem. It was a perfect vacation. We attended the Witch's Ball, did a ghost tour, but mostly important. Oh, but most importantly, we got engaged Ooh. right in the Salem Common. <gasps> Oh, my husband even hired a local <gasps> photographer to snap our photos. Smart man. Good job. Such a great experience. Since then, we've gotten married and visited Salem in October 2023. A true destination that has special meaning before, but now more than ever. Wanted to share in case you wanted to share. Yes, we shared. We did. Oh, my goodness. Hope, hope he had clothes on. I'm just going to throw <laughs> that out there. I mean, they were in the commons. So. You, you never know. You never know. <laughs> <laughs> way to way to just keep you the 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 hitting the nail you came here you visited here got engaged here came back here got married here we're hitting them all like yeah, you said yeah. let or us know what's going on in in nine months from your last visit <laughs> <laughs> all right next we have a story from grace hi i got engaged in salem right by the derby lighthouse whoa okay on, that's, that's a good place. On Halloween Day in 2015. That's like an epic spot and an epic day to choose. We were there for the day and in the afternoon, we walked down towards the lighthouse. Suddenly, my now husband was kneeling down and had a ring out. I hope he had clothes on. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Scott. <laughs> you, should, you shall forever remain naked in our hearts. Truly. I can't get it out of my head. So suddenly my husband was kneeling down and had a ring out. I had no idea he even had a ring and apparently he had been keeping it in his beanie for the entire day so that I wouldn't notice it in the pocket of his pants, which were in all caps, very tight. <laughs> I have no idea how it didn't fall out at some point during the hours we were there. We were in costumes, red riding hood, and honestly... No idea what he was supposed to be. <laughs> he had a painted bloody scar on his face. Sounds like he got attacked by the wolf. Tight pants and a beanie. Um, or a woodsman. <laughs> <laughs> so many guesses are welcome. Um, woodsman, wolf attack, hipster wolf attack. The tight pants and the beanie, right? <laughs> right. <Yeah. laughs> so, of course, I said yes. Actually, I awkward. <laughs> I awkwardly said, okay, like some kind of robot, because I was so surprised and didn't expect him to be kneeling down when I turned back to look at him. He knew how much I, what a great, like that, that means, you know, like it was a big surprise. Mm -hmm. She had absolutely uh, no idea okay. it was coming. He knew how much I loved the town. I've been visiting a, multiple times a year since I was a kid and wanted to proposed to me there we were only together for about seven months before this and our quick engagement definitely raised some eyebrows mm -hmm. but 
We're still together today with a sun, so maybe the magic of Salem and the full moon that night helped our relationship. When was your son born? No. <laughs> <laughs> I bring my son a lot now. He loves the witch city, and we always walk down to the lighthouse in the summer. Oh, I just got chills again. That's such... It already is a cool spot, right? Yeah. To a lot of people. But for them, it has this whole nother magical meaning. This past summer, I told him that's where his dad and I got engaged. <laughs> this is so cute. We visited again in the fall and went on the Mahi haunted cruise. And as we went by it, he was telling people that his parents met at that lighthouse and got <laughs> married there. <laughs> that's adorable. That was his interpretation of it. Maybe would have made the story more romantic, but I love that I got engaged in Salem. And this is to her her man. Brendan, I'm so glad you proposed. I would have said yes anywhere, any place, but doing it in Salem made it all the more special. I love you. Thank you, Grace. That's adorable. I'm just... I'd be like <laughs> floating out of here. You guys are... Oh. I can't stand it. It's so cute. The kid just makes it even right? That's cuter. My parents. They met and got married there. <laughs> it's adorable. All right, Jeff, you are up. Oh, very good. Excellent. Tim from London. Hey, Sarah and Jeffrey. My wife and I have been fans of your show for a long time. We loved your podcast and the city so much we honeymooned in Salem in late September 2022. We had an awesome tour with Sarah, an absolute blast sailing in Salem. We just welcomed our daughter Lottie into the world in December. We can't wait to come back to Salem with her. Thanks again for the great content. Aw, congratulations on your daughter. Short and sweet. All the way from London, too. Imagine, it's weird. Like, we live here, right? I know people come, like... From everywhere. From everywhere. But come here for that. Like, that's, that's pretty epic. I forgot who I was talking to recently... But we were talking about being abroad, and oh, maybe it was um, oh, it was Mike, and, it was Mike and Kim from Nocturne, mm -hmm. and how they said when they went over to Paris. Oh, spoiler alert! We're in, <laughs> we're in those who don't know. We're interviewing <laughs> the folks from Nocturne, um, and their love story is absolutely beautiful. But they said that when they were in Europe, a lot of folks knew about Salem. They're like, oh yeah, the place with the witches. We're on people's bucket lists everywhere. Yeah. Which again, still wild for us to even wrap our minds around. They don't know they might not know where it is, but they, they've heard of it. They don't know where it is? Usually? In your experience, Jeffrey's shaking his head? No? Yeah. Where do they think we are? They don't really know. <laughs> it's just somewhere over on the Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I mean they it's like the U.S. is huge. It's huge, yeah. Compared to and a lot of people don't Europe. realize how big. And they most people sort of know where L.A. is, know where Florida is, and know where New York is. Those are like the big ones. After that, it, you tend to drop off on what where people's geographic understandable. Yeah, and so they're like, oh yeah, it's somewhere. Else. And they're just, like, just make sure they go to the right <laughs> Salem. We got. <laughs> we're talking about that in a couple of weeks too. <laughs> All right, we got a big one coming up here from two, oh, goodness. two of my favorite people. I have been in love with this love story for years. These are two gentlemen who have been on my tour a couple times. They've been on your tour. Uh, it's just we meet people all the time, right? But 
there are some folks that really stick with you. These are the Canadians. These are the Canadians. Well, I literally, one, I don't even have to look. <laughs> well, one of them's Canadian. Oh, sorry, sorry. Yes. They yes. had the love affair. Between, well, not a love affair. They had the, um, well, we'll get to it in the story. All right. Ready? Illegal border crossings and everything. Yeah. I don't, I think they did it legally. Yeah, whatever. It's <laughs> with the times. I would cross a river for my love if I had to. All right. You'd cross oceans of time. There we go. So said Mr. Dracula. Hi, my name is Tyler and my husband's name is Todd. We met when I was 20, married in 2015, and have been together for 11 years now. Time flies when you're having fun. I did not intend on this being so lengthy. My apologies and feel free to cut it off. We okay, won't. Okay, well, that's it. Thank <laughs> no, you. No. Uh, thank Jeff- you. T- <laughs> My husband is from Cornwall, Ontario in Canada, and I am from Messina, New York. Our hometowns are separated by the St. Lawrence River and an international border, but only 15, that's crazy, only 15 minutes apart. See, I wonder if oh, I wonder if one of them crossed the river once. We'll see if there's any illegal crossings in this story. That, that Canadian border is full of, full, of, full of illegal border crossings. Is it? No. Up there? No. Oh. No one cares about the Canadian border. It, I think it is the longest, like, yeah, it's the, like, the longest borders of any two countries in the world. There's like those like 300 odd miles of just unmanned wilderness. Between. I was going to ask if it's unmanned, yeah. if there's people watching no. or not. Okay. So, it, okay. Well. And like North Dakota and Wyoming, they, they just like. And sometimes you won't even know you're in a a different country. Interesting. So separated by the St. Lawrence River and the international border, but only 15 minutes apart. We live about five and a half hours northwest of Salem. My love for Salem started when I was just three years old and had first seen the film Hocus Pocus. Unlike some people. (laughs) Sorry. Sorry. I thought to myself... What is this magical place where witches run amok? Amok, amok. Growing up gay, I think I had emulated the concept of the witch, someone who is misunderstood, who defies patriarchal tradition, and at the time, at the same time, holds power and knows how to use it. So well said. As my fascination with Salem, witches, history, and everything in between had grown, my boyfriend and soon-to-be husband knew we had to make a trip to the witch city. Get your vacuum cleaners out. (laughs) In 2014, we arrived in Salem for a life-changing trip. So they're coming up on, this would be 10 years. I hope they do a 10-year anniversary trip. This would be the 10th. Yeah, yeah. A decade since they first visited. Better see you guys soon. As I'm writing this, I rem- I'm remembering the warm feeling I first felt when we entered the city. As a gay couple residing in a rural, closed-minded area, Salem was a breath of fresh air for us. We saw businesses with pride logos in their storefront windows, showing us we were welcome. Sorry to interject. I don't think a lot of people realize how important that is. And I think I once had a kid, I don't know, maybe they're like a teenager, try to like, I don't know, come out's the wrong word, but like 
and they were like kept trying to hang back and were like, Oh, can I ask you a question about this? Oh, can I ask you a question about this? And like their parents get, no, 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 stop bothering him. Stop bothering him. It's okay. And, uh, it wasn't until afterwards that like, I, I felt like the kid was like trying to like say something mm-hmm. and like, couldn't. Uh, and I don't know why that I've always thought that they were like, they felt like in a safe space, but it's like what my brain tells me was happening. Mm-hmm. If that makes sense. And I, I've always sort of, since then I've always like had an appreciation for like, this kid visiting from, you know, wherever was like, I'm in somewhere where I can be honest with that. Mm -hmm. And when people see that it, it matters. I know it's a feeling that a lot of folks share when they visit Salem, whether you're coming from like the deep South or the Midwest, it's a unique place that welcomes pretty much anyone, Mm -hmm. anyone. As long as you're kind to others, you're kind to you. And folks that may feel out of place do tend to come here and get a chance to express themselves. And they feel a lot more seen than when they're at home. So I love that that this town can be that for so many people. Yeah. And I think that's why so many folks keep coming back. Because you can be your authentic self anything anything that you want and like a little weird i know uh caroline who works for me in october she's like i have clothes that i only wear in salem because if i wear them even in like new york people look at me funny yeah i'm like what yeah (laughs) like what do you mean you just that's that's saying something about new york normally (laughs) and she's like no no if i like wear my hat and my coat out people like like looking at like what's wrong with you but out here it's like it's normal. Yeah. They're like, hey, nice coat. Yeah. It's like, I love <laughs> hey, I, I love your hat. Right? <laughs> <laughs> For sure. Anyway, sorry, I had to yeah. interject. No, there. this is this is giving me all the feels. Yeah. So he goes on. We could hold hands and show affection to one another without worrying what people might say or do. We experienced all the museums, went on ghost tours, historical tours, and enjoyed the waterfront. Salem became an annual summer vacation for us where we explored, enjoyed delicious seafood, cocktails, and basked in our mutual love of history. After several years of traveling to Salem, we discovered Sarah's tour in 2019, and our fascination with the Salem witch trials grew exponentially. Her passion for history and all things Salem is magnetic. Well, thanks, guys. I feel like this is a love note to me. (laughs) Fast forward to March of 2020, Uh, the year of the plague. The COVID pandemic hit and it changed our lives. Todd, my husband, was still a permanent resident in Canada and maintained a part-time residence there. Therefore, he was no longer able to cross the border and come to our home. I was devastated. Going from spending every free moment together to not being able to physically be together took a mental toll on us both. After roughly six months of being restricted to FaceTime calls, even though we were only 15 minutes apart, the border had partially opened. At the time, the rules stated that Todd was only able to fly into the U.S. Driving in was not allowed. For some reason, I'm not sure. That's wild. So he has to take a plane to get into the U.S. He could not drive 15 minutes across the border to his home, his actual home. I think one of the most 
perhaps the only like really like when I look back at, at the COVID thing, the really only ridiculous thing was like these borders that we just like, I mean, borders are real-ish, but they're just constructs, right? Yeah. Like I can go from, and like, oh, you have to stay in your state. I'm like, so I can go from here to Springfield, to Amherst, to Western Mass, down the Cape and back to my house. And that's all allowed. But I can't go see my brother in New Hampshire who's, and like if I Even closer than half those places. It, right. And I'm like, I can't just cross the border. And I'm like, it's an imaginary. It should have been uh, a distance thing. Like no more than- 20 minutes from your house, 20 miles from your house. Or like who you're exposing yourself right. to, that kind of thing. Yeah. yeah. I almost forgot about how much folks were kept from each other. Yeah. Like this, their story is not unique. Um, unfortunately, so many folks were kept separate. Should have swam the river, gentlemen. Anyway. Yeah, was I? I need to know, boys. Was there ever a, a thought to cross over that river? Well, it looks like he, his job was in Canada. Is that what I'm reading? His so he had a residence in Canada. Okay. Um, and he was tech. He was a resident, and he had a semi permanent residence. Okay. So he had a home still there. It turned out. That our only reasonable flight option was for Todd to fly from Montreal to Boston and for me to make the drive to pick him up. Neither of us worked from home, so we knew our time together would be limited and we wanted to make the most of it. So where did we go? Salem. We spent 10 magical days in Salem and did everything we loved to do in the city. When it came time for Todd to fly back, we had already booked our next reunification trip to Salem. For almost two years, Salem was our Mecca, where we could escape the pandemic stress and all the uncertainty, be ourselves, and just exist together in bliss. Salem, I want to cry again. Salem and everything it symbolizes gave us something to look forward to. It provided a distinct a distraction from our sadness and helped us get through a very difficult time. I look back on that period of time and I am not only grateful for Salem, but I am grateful for Sarah. During the pandemic, we had taken her tour more times than I can count. And each time we learned something new and our appreciation for Salem grew. Thank you for all that you do. And you have such an impact on us and so many visitors to the city. We truly value your friendship. Today, we still live... <laughs> what? Sorry, I'm, just, I'm like five words ahead of you. Today, we still live in northern New York State with our two black cats, Salem and Binks. Oh my goodness. That was the, that was the giggle. <laughs> Since 2020, we have visited Salem six times a year. Ooh, I, I mean, they are here a lot. And most recently spent New Year's 2024 in town. During this trip, we came to the conclusion that Salem can no longer be our, what? Can no longer be our escape. It has to be our home. Our goal is to relocate to the Salem area, and we couldn't be more excited. Here, here. Uh, full body goosebumps. <laughs> I love you guys so much. Thank you, Tyler and Todd. Yeah, I remember. So I distinctly remember, and I think I've told this story on the podcast before. I had Tyler on tour alone, oh. and Todd was in. 
Canada. Mm-hmm. And he was telling me about how they were separated. Um, and then they came back and took the tour together. And so I got to meet both of them. It's just been a really magical friendship. They're good people. Really good people. Yeah. They've been on my tour. Uh, and I recognize them by sight. But like as soon as they were like, oh, yeah, I was like, no, I know who you are. Because we had talked about yeah. them a couple times. Yeah. I feel like they are fixtures and you know you may not live here in salem but you're basically part of the city already so oh such a good story well can't wait till you guys move here let us know go for drinks absolutely we'll have a we'll throw you a housewarming party (laughs) (laughs) all right jeffrey okay coming up next uh we've got one of our last stories here from colleen my husband and i have lived here for lived here like in Salem? Okay. Ooh. Uh, for five years, and I love history, and listening to your podcast reminds me how much there still is to learn. I saw your call for Valentine's stories, so I thought I'd share one from, wow, four years ago. That wow is actually her, not me. I know I interject sometimes, <laughs> but that she actually put Gosh, the, it, sound, it feels so long ago, but that was actually just 2020. <laughs> I, know, I know. It's so weird. Stop. Ugh. Quintessentially Salem Valentine's date. Oh, goodness. February 2020, when we thought thought the world was going to be... Thought, we thought... We, I, I thought we were going into the best decade ever. 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 <laughs> it turned out to be the 20s. worst year ever. <sighs> right before COVID, my husband and I had a lovely, low-key, quintessential Salem Valentine's evening, and I wanted to tell you about. We started the evening at Turner's for cocktails, oysters, and mussels. Doesn't get any cozier than Turner's on a winter's night with the fireplace roaring. Next, we strolled down to Derby Wharf and boarded... Okay. Whoa. Next, we strolled down to Derby Wharf and boarded the Friendship for folk music below deck. When do they do that? I have no idea. They did it in February 2020. Cool. Let's bring it back. Uh, I literally, I just stopped, like I saw that and I was like, I don't even know what to say to that. I don't recall the names of the musicians, but I'm attaching a video I recorded on the off chance you recognize them. I do recall feeling quite young amongst the other attendees. My husband and I, uh, were in our early thirties at the time that we often feel we have more in common interest with the young at heart crowd. On our walk back to our home in North Salem, we stopped at Rusty and Ingrid's for one of the print your own events that they used to have pre-pandemic huh all the pre-pandemic things that they're mentioning here i'm like i don't know what any of this i know you have to follow up on some of this stuff this is so cool we got to screen print our own little conversation hearts delicious food in a cozy environment live music literally on salem maritime history and live art at one of the cutest shops in town a true treasure of a winter night in salem take care colleen what a, a nice little February evening. Hope it was warm out. That's a lot of walking outside if it was. If you bundle up correctly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah that's sweet. It's weird. She's like writing about, I mean, Turner's we can still go to, but the rest of it just doesn't exist anymore. It's like like your time trail. I mean, it is. It's from four years ago, but. Hey, friendship. How about we get some music below deck here? All right. Two more, Jeffrey. Let's go. <clears throat> We got some short, sweet little nuggets here to round us off. 
So this is coming from Teresa Trigg. My husband and I went to Salem for a second wedding anniversary in October. We had our anniversary dinner at Turner's. Funny, we just said Turner's. (laughs) And it was our favorite meal of the trip. We also fell in love with Salem and went back there two extra days. We talk all the time about how we need to go back. The other best part of our trip was a tour we took with you. Which I can't, I don't know if she's with me or with you. One of us. I loved the history. My husband fell in love with the spookiness. And we loved all the food. We tried a good morning chubby based off your recommendation. That would be a tour with you. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, that's awesome. Wonderful. Yeah, I got to get those chubbies. (laughs) Morning chubby. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you, Teresa. And last but not least. This one comes from Joy from the Sisters Brew Podcast. Salem is where I felt at home after moving to Massachusetts from Toronto. I wonder if it's like Toronto, Toronto or like outside of Toronto because I'm from outside of Toronto. I'll have to ask. I wonder if she crossed the river. <laughs> mm. uh, where I fell in love with witchcraft again and had, and had my very first positive tarot reading at the psychic fair and have been visiting every year since 2017. Not sure if that's the kind of story you're looking for. No. 100%. You fell in love with Salem? You came here, you had a good time? That's what we want to hear. And I think they've returned on several occasions, oh. so... It is an ongoing love affair. Gosh, you guys killed it today. (laughs) Thank you so, so, so much to everyone that wrote in. And if we did not tell your story, that means that I could not find it. So (laughs) I do apologize. Um, We definitely don't want it to go missing. So if for some reason the story was not read, shoot us an email, let us know, and uh, we'll tuck that away for a volume three. Next year? I don't need, I don't, well, it depends. If we get enough stories, I don't really want to wait till next year. Uh, maybe we could do like a, I don't know. Like a St. Paddy's Day thing. <laughs> that's in like, that's in like three weeks. I know. Not that. Maybe like a, a mid, be, a midsummer break. To be fair, I, I really kind of want to hear like some disastrous stories. I want like all the Salem stories. I've said this before and I'll say it again. You got a disaster story. You got a descendant story. You got a love story. You got a, did you get too drunk and thrown in the slammer? Cause throw you go, up on the street. Come on. Go, go home with a local, you know, like, come on guys. Go home with a local. <laughs> did you screw your tour guide? <laughs> we want to hear those stories too. Um, I got I got a fun little little quip before before we round it out, um, and I'll, I'll I'll get the whole story out of this individual when we interview them this year, uh, but that's uh, I'm not going to say who it is on air. I'm just going to tease it. Uh, but their first time to Salem, they were proposed to. Awesome. Relationship ended two months later. <laughs> wow. Then they met their husband in Las Vegas, and now they live here and own a business together. That's amazing. That's amazing. <laughs> and uh, we'll drag that full love story out out of uh, out of them. We'll be interviewing them in a couple months. I'm so excited. So that's a little teaser for you guys. It's great. <laughs> uh, but with that, uh, that's enough love for today. 
We hope that you have a splendid Valentine's Day, whatever you're doing, if you're celebrating with someone, if you're celebrating with yourself. Self-love's important. <laughs> it is. It is. Take yourself to Salem. If yeah. you're feeling down, yeah. just book yourself a trip to Salem. Go to go to All Souls or Hollowed Ground and... Throw back a couple. <laughs> find someone to spend the night with. Um, <laughs> Jeffrey. <laughs> don't know. When I went to go check in at Salem So Sweet, she's like, what's your name? Sarah Black. Are you with anyone? No. And she looks at me. She goes, oh, I think you'll meet someone tonight. (laughs) Oh, my God. Well, I feel like I'm in a (sighs) rom-com. Wow. So on on that note, (laughs) can we end it here? (laughs) Thanks for now. Thank you guys again. like, share, subscribe, leave a review, uh, tell your friends, send us messages if you got to get in touch with us. Hit us up on our email at hello at salemthepodcast.com or on Instagram at salemthepod. Thanks for listening. See you later. <laughs> <laughs>